Hey. Are you recording? I am now. Now that's a clever idea. What? Yeah. I think that's what the mute button's for. It might be. Or fast. I've had to get very used to that over the last week. Uh, at least three teams meetings every day. You have to be very quick on the mute button. Luckily, a lot of the meetings I've had to be in, I'm muted anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I just like, mute him. We're not going to do Put him on, but mute him. Yeah, and turn his camera off. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is episode oh. two. How exciting. <clears throat> it is. Who, who thought we'd get this far? I know. <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to How I Vegan Podcast. I'm Matthew. And I'm Wes. We're here to talk all things vegan. If you've been vegan for years, if you're a recent convert or you're just V-curious, we'll have something for you. We'll be reviewing some of our vegan experiences, talking about vegan events and speaking to vegans from all walks of life to find out the answers to the key questions. What's your vegan story? What was the hardest thing for you at the time? What did your friends and family think about it? Where do you get your protein? How have things changed for you? What advice would you give to anyone who's thinking about going vegan? Who is your vegan inspiration? What's the best thing about being vegan? What's your favourite vegan product at the moment? We'll be covering all aspects of veganism, not just plant-based food. So you, if you're interested in what materials to wear instead of wool or leather. Or what beauty products to use, we'll be speaking to people in the know who can guide us all through. We're not here to preach and we'll never tell you you're not vegan enough. We're all going through our own stuff and it's difficult. So this podcast aims to be supportive rather than looking down on people. We're not perfect, perfect vegans, not by a long stretch. So we'll be learning things about ourselves along the way too. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, WordPress and YouTube. Just search for How I Vegan Podcast. You can send an email or a voice note to us at howiveganpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to episode two of How I Vegan Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Wes. And... This week we have a very special guest, someone Wes and I have known for, sadly, over 20 years, because that just makes me feel really old. Someone we mentioned in episode one, uh, who I um, unfortunately refer to as an ancient vegan, but probably the first vegan I ever met in real life, I think. A big warm welcome to Shell. Hi, Shell. Hi. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm a bit, good. A bit nervous. A bit out of my comfort zone. <laughs> well, it's only us two, oh, and uh, um, as as we've just talked about the uh, listening figures for episode one, you know it is just us two. 
Although, so, um, well, there's a lot of three, <laughs> three people that listen as well. You never know. Never no, that's true. Yeah. Um, thanks to all three of you. Out, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're very supportive and uh, uplifting. We're like the Wonder Bra of pub- podcasts. So, You've been waiting um, for that all week, haven't you? You had that. Yeah, in no, back, I wrote it. I wrote it last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're trying to trying to up my fun guy comment. <clears throat> <laughs> I'll never I'll never top that. <laughs> so, Shell, uh, you've listened to some of the previous episode. We've got nine questions for you. Okay. And we'll just have a bit of a chat. Uh, it's not going to be like news night or anything like that promise so we'll start with a very simple question what's your vegan story so i think i first went vegan i think i was about 16 or 17 so a long time ago over 20 years ago um, ancient so that's why i'm ancient i can't i can't <laughs> uh say that i've been vegan the whole time as i'll explain uh, yes, I was vegan for um, probably about eight years, seven years, and then I got pregnant. And then uh, I went back to eating dairy and a bit of fish because back then there wasn't really much information about being pregnant when you're vegan. I think it was just mm-hmm. a bit of an unknown. It, I didn't really think, you know, I could do it healthy. I didn't really know where to go for advice. This was also pre-Facebook even, so there was no sort of Facebook support groups or anything there. So, yeah, I felt as a, a mum, it was a sen- the sensible thing to do to go back to eating dairy. So once I'd gone back, it was... And then I had two kids, and then kind of you just get on that roller coaster being a parent. So I did just carry on eating. I don't think I, I didn't eat meat for quite a long time. And then 2014, I got quite poorly and I did go back to eating meat for a little while, purely because it was just that kind of, I feel crap. I don't know what's wrong with me. I've read some stuff that it could be related to diet. And I think when you're in that kind of thing of, gosh I'm gonna just try anything at the minute to try and make myself feel better you do and I did Mm -hmm. and I went back to eating meat and it was probably for about two years and I can honestly say the whole time I felt this doesn't feel like I hadn't eaten red meat for 20 well yeah probably need over 20 years actually I went vegetarian when I was quite young so it didn't feel right but I felt like maybe it was something I should do at that time but anyway after a couple of years I just felt I don't I can't remember what it was I think I think I'd been out for a meal and I'd had a few drinks and I felt a bit rubbish the next day and it was just like something had switched in my head and I just thought I'm gonna be vegan again and that were it and that was four years ago I think and I've been vegan ever since and, and now I can honestly say I can't ever see myself going back but I think there's so much more out there. There's so much more information. There's so much more options and uh, advice and support and stuff that I can't see that I would ever go back um, now. But it's kind of a weird one, really, because I have come full circle. 
Um, yeah, that's amazing. So when you first went, well, when you first went veggie then, which was, what did you say, when you were quite young? Uh, yeah, I was probably <laughs> about nine, eight or nine. Wow. What was the thing that sort of pushed you I towards? Loved, I loved animals, that were it. Okay. I loved animals growing up. And yeah, I think just, I must have just off my own back, just started to read stuff. I remember even having like the, possibly the Viva, vegan, not vegan at the time, it was like the Vegetarian Society or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, back, you know, 30 years ago, having it and, and reading about it um, then and just deciding I didn't want to, yeah, didn't want to eat me. You know, I possibly ate chicken for a bit. I can't remember. <clears throat> Maybe a bit of fish. I think it was more, you know, my mum going, what are you going to eat? <laughs> You've got to eat something. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I'm trying to think now. I I, I, I do distinctly remember the, the day I announced it. And I think it was a Sunday because I remember my mum was cooking the usual Sunday roast and she was like, oh, for goodness sake, what are you going to eat? What are you going to eat? He was like, well, that's it. You could just have potatoes and vegetables. And I remember she dished everybody's dinner up and she presented me with this little, like, sandwich plate with just some potatoes and peas on it, as if to say, that's it then. That's all you're going to be able to eat from now. Wow, fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, I'm quite proud of the fact, I suppose, when I look back, that I did stick to my guns and I didn't, like, give in. Yeah, that's fantastic, yeah. At that age, to, to do something like that, that's that takes some real guts, that does. Yeah, without anybody else in the family doing it. Yeah, yeah that's really... Impressive. So then the the step then towards turning vegan when you were 16, 17. I went to um, a drumming circle, a women's drumming circle. <laughs> when I was that sounds about... like a euphemism. What's, what's a women's <laughs> drumming circle? <laughs> no, it's not a euphemism. It's generally a women's drumming circle. And... The woman who ran it, her and her husband, were vegan. And I think that was the first time I'd ever met a vegan before. I don't, thinking back, I don't really think I knew what it it actually was at that point. Um, Mm. So I think I remember her talking to me a little bit about it. And I remember going to her house. She had a little get-together at her house. um, And she made me, like, a cup of tea with soya milk in. And that was the first time I'd, and I was a bit like, not know about this but I don't know I think because I was already vegetarian and I'd already sort of um started reading about animal rights and stuff I think the only thing I can't really remember properly but I think it must have just been that it must have just been um you know actually meeting a person and and experiencing it and seeing them that it just it made me decide yeah um okay I remember going to there was a town show in uh, the park in Northampton and they had a stall there I think it was one of the animal one of the animal charities and um again it was like oh my god they've got they're talking about vegan and they had this little uh, recipe book I mean when you look now at all the cookbooks vegan there was mm. just none of that and they had this little print out book and it was um vegan cakes and uh, it was like I loved it that was the first time I'd ever like had a vegan cake I, I used to make yeah. this chocolate and banana cake and 
because you just couldn't really buy vegan cake then. No. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Uh, I said to Wes last week, one of my early memories of knowing you was going out for like uh, like family meals and like for birthdays or something like that. And you'd often have to have like chips or a green salad or something like that. that was because... it. it was either jacket potato and beans or chips. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah. obviously, because you are my wife, I remember when we when we first started talking and I met I messaged you and I said, Do you want to go out for a meal or something? Do you want to go to a restaurant? And I just remember you saying, We can. But I'm vegan, so there's not many places we can go. And I was like, oh man, what, what's going on? What, what do we do? What do we do? And then you could eat you could eat Chinese food. Panicked, weren't you? I was a little bit panicked, but then you said you could eat Chinese food, so it's fine. Yeah, Chinese is normally a, a good a good option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was it was then anyway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you were you were vegan while you were away with at university as well, weren't you? I was, yeah. Which must have been a challenge too back then uh, yeah i lived on a lot of super noodles <laughs> oh, i remember them days <laughs> and trying to wash them try, trying to wash dried super noodles off a plate as well Ooh, I, mean, I, wow. I can't always say that the alcohol i drank was vegan it probably <laughs> a lot of it probably wasn't but to be, again to be fair back then we're talking you know 20 years ago i don't think it was that even well known about alcohol not being vegan no enough. I mean it wasn't no you certainly didn't have barnivore.com back then no. to do a quick check and see if um, what you've got is vegan there no well like I say there weren't even social media back then no <laughs> you had a you had a mobile phone it was just for making calls and that was it <laughs> in the olden <laughs> there was days no sort of googling to check if something were vegan or not it was just yeah you didn't know stuff like that then yeah so with, okay. with, with all that with all that Touring and throwing between veganism and vegetarianism and whatever else. What was the hardest thing that you've come across? I think one of the biggest challenges is being away on holiday. I found sometimes, obviously, it is getting a lot better back when I was vegan before. I don't really think, I can think I went on holiday that much. I think I did go on holiday with my friend to like Greece and I, uh, you know, grilled vegetables a lot and crackers that I used to buy shop and stuff like crisps, lots and lots of crisps. But yeah, I think uh, when you're abroad, it can be quite tricky depending on where you are. I know when I used to go to Spain in the early years, you know, you say, even just saying you don't even eat meat and fish, they'd be like, What? <laughs> Yeah, what what, do you mean? it's like totally <laughs> weird to them because that's that's such a massive part of it. But it is, you know, like we know going back there now, you it's a lot better. They understand veganism yeah. more in that area. Um, I think the the biggest challenge I find now being vegan now is the backlash. I think not so. It's not so much eating. It's I don't know how to describe it. Wes understands what I'm saying, but social media, I think, you know, the opinion, I think it's taken me, it takes me aback a little bit sometimes when I see the actual hatred that some people have towards vegans. It's 
I can't get my head around it. I try and maybe understand it to an extent, but I think it does it does shock me a little bit sometimes and it does make me a little bit anxious, more anxious maybe now, you know, when I going out and, and sometimes saying to people, because people seem okay. to have this real strong opinion about vegans now and it created a bit of a divide, which I do find quite difficult, to be honest. I've been in positions where I've seen really quite angry social media posts or responses to vegans and it really kind of knocks me a bit sideways and yeah. I think why, why have they got so much hatred I guess it's from that person's point of view it's I guess a f they're feeling that their way of life is under attack kind of thing and there's and so they're, they're coming out swinging um, and that's why you get some of the angry responses yeah. Um, oh yeah. And, and but I it, do it's not nice as, to read. No. And it, I think it. And I know people say, "Oh, it's just on a screen," but obviously, I think when you read it, you become. It's that thing of probably knowing too much, to be honest. But when you read it and you realise that there are people out there that have those opinions, it kind of just makes me feel, "Oh God, you know what, what, what?" And and I've again, Wessel tell you we've had people say it was you know oh you're you're the nicest vegans that i know all the other ones <laughs> are horrible you know they're complete wow. and i'm like well how many do you know really i think that's yeah good grief yeah um, pre opinion on it yeah i think there's, yeah, that, there's that, that phrase you're nice vegans you are you two are i'm like right okay that's <laughs> a bit a like saying i've got nothing horrible. against it's a bit like saying oh i've got nothing against i've got nothing against you but i don't like all those other people from india mm. that's the same thing it's the yeah. same thing isn't it absolutely yeah i, I like the phrase I, I learned it about 12 months ago about moral dissonance i think it's really clever because it it's it's basically saying that when you've been told something for so long and you believe that implicitly and then you get told that everything you know is a lie. You, you, you want to defend yourself, but you can't. You don't know how to because you've yeah. been told that for so long. So you go on the attack. So when people yeah. have been told, you know, eat meat, it will make you big and strong and healthy, and drink milk, cow's milk, and it will make you big, strong and healthy. Now they're being told, actually, this is really bad for you, and you shouldn't do it. They're like, well, no. This, this is what I do and I'm that's, I'm, I'm going to stand up for myself and you lot are wrong because you're trying to change my mind. And it's like, nah, if you, if you actually look at the, the stats and the science, that's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's very similar to the arguments for keeping slavery and things like that. Oh, well, well we've always done it. Yeah, oh, it's tradition. Well, that doesn't mean it's right. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. No. Okay. So... Uh, Shell, what did your friends and family think about it when you went vegan? Let's start with the first time around, because that was yeah wait, in the olden uh, days. I can't really remember. I think my mum will probably say, she thought, oh, God, here we go. Hmm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I can't really remember. Like I, said, I, didn't, I didn't know anyone else that was vegan, I don't think. 
um, apart from that lady I said about, and then I think when I, I don't think I knew any other beans at university. When I started my first job, there was one guy there who was vegan. That was the only other vegan that I ever knew. But yeah, I don't, it was quite a long time ago, so I don't really remember the beans. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember it being too bad. I think because people, I think in a way it was probably easier because people didn't really understand what it was. So they were just a bit like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know, now everyone's like, well, what about this? You know, <laughs> everyone's got their suddenly own opinion, haven't they? Suddenly everyone's a nutrition expert. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell, I'll remember the reactions when I said I'm going vegan this time around because I remember Wes sat there and he went, you're going to be really vegan again, aren't you? <laughs> I went, yeah, I am, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and what was oh, what did that no, now? Yeah. It lasted what about two weeks? In fact, no, I think you told me that night that you were watching Cowspiracy. No, I didn't. No, I don't think. I think I told you a bit before that. Right. And um, and, and then perfectly timed it so that she'd be watching that film just as you walked in the door. Yeah. Come in, come and watch this film. No, I'm watching that. Sit down, sit down. <laughs> but you see, actually, I didn't say that. No, you and didn't. I think that is where I I always kind of, when people say about, you know, trying to convince people to be vegan and all this, I always will go for the, uh, what's the word? You know, the non-pushy side yeah. of it. Because that, to me, I just don't necessarily think that works. And I never in a million years, to be honest, thought Wes were going to decide to be vegan. No, I, d- I like didn't. I say, he was dead set against it. He wasn't even vegetarian. Um, nope. And he came I in. I couldn't believe I was it. just watching it. And I remember he, fe- he rolled his eyes. He went, what are you watching this for? It's just going to make you upset. It's just going to make you sad. I went, I know, but I want to watch it. And he sat down. I could see he was on his phone, and then his eyes kept going up, and his eyes kept going up, and then he ended up getting sucked into it. And I thought, I'm not saying anything. Not saying anything. <laughs> well, he Brilliant. probably told you this story, hasn't he? But fine, you said it again. It proves I was right. But it <laughs> just proves proves his accuracy. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, uh... go on then. How, is it going to be expensive if I do this week? <laughs> I went, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that were it. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't. I did. I not wear. I didn't. I didn't push you at all. No, right? not at all. No, it was it, that for me. My my thing was it was me. I'd watch that film and then that was it. I went. I can't do it again. I went to bed that night. Woke up the following morning and I woke up. I went straight down the local supermarket and bought some Oatly Barista hashtag Oatly Barista and um, came back and made the best coffee I've ever had. So we've covered your family. Um, is there any yeah. anything that happened? Uh, when you told your friends about it, is there anything from like your social activities? Not really. I think I've been quite lucky in that when I was vegan the first time around and the second time around, generally people around me have always been quite good and supportive. And I think that possibly because I've always tried not to be the kind of person that shoves it down people's throats and preaches to people I'm not saying if that's what people want to do that's wrong but that's not me and I think people that's why I've, I've, I've always kind of people have always accepted me or as far as I'm aware they've always accepted me um 
often I find <laughs> when you went reminded me about when I've been out for meals before and people will order yeah. meat and then I'll order the vegetarian or the vegan option and often they'll go, oh, I wish I'd have had that. No, that looks nice. And that is something <laughs> yeah. that I often found with when I did go back to eating meat, actually, it was a bit like, all oh, right, I'll, 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 I'll have meat then, you know, because because I can. And then you have it, and it's a bit like, I didn't, in, I just didn't enjoy yeah. it. I was like, I, in fact, I think I, I gradually just, when I did go back to eating meat again for a bit, I gradually when just went eating vegetarian again. It was just like this natural thing that I just. Didn't. Just I just didn't want it. Used to order the yeah. vegetarian when we went out for meals, and I started buying like veggie sausages again at home because I was a bit like, I don't really like them. They just—it's almost like you have that idea in your head that it's going to be nice, and then you have it. And it's like, nah. I even remember Wes when when he used to eat meat, and he used to go on about having a Big Mac, and I, he go, oh, I love Big Mac. I've got to have a Big Mac, and then I say, Did you enjoy that? He went. No, not really. Oh, <laughs> no way. It never looks as good. It never uh, tastes no. as good as it looks, does it? You do. I'd always, I'd always yeah. used to. I always just think to myself, like, oh, I could murder, murder some fried chicken or, like, you know, loads of burgers and stuff, and then I'd eat it and I'd just be like, Ugh. you just feel, just felt yeah. rotten afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It never, it never felt right. <laughs> it's never, it's right. never as good as you think it's going to be. No, it's 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 really not, and um and I and for that reason I think I do wish, although I try not to, I don't preach to people. I do sometimes think I wish people would just give good vegan food a, a good go because you know I, I, you know I've had friends come around and I've had some cheese, vegan cheese, even the cheese. I mean the cheese is often the big thing, and it's people, oh no, I don't like yeah. vegan cheese. I've had friends come, around, even my nan, right, my nan. It was in the nineties. We had vegan feta cheese at barbecue, and my nan loved it. Tried it. Wow, she went, that's really nice. That. And I've had friends come around and have the vegan cheese. But that's you know, it's not cheese. It doesn't taste like cheese, but it tastes nice. And I yeah. think yeah. it's that psychological thing of I think people want it to be just like cheese, and it's like, well, it's not exactly like cheese, but. It's still nice. It's nice. You just yeah. accept it for what it is. And we had that fondue at, at Christmas, didn't we? It was, it was a bit before Christmas. We had like a melted cheese fondue thing. And wow. our, our friends that were here, they were like, that's really nice. Yeah, it is. You yeah. can. Yeah. Why are you so surprised? Yeah. But I, I must say that in terms of my friends now, um, none of my friends are vegan. None of my friends, like my close group of friends, are even vegetarian. A couple of them are quite kind of foodie types. You know, they love eating out, they love cooking, they eat all sorts. But in terms of accepting me, I couldn't ask for any more. And I think that's, for me, that is, you know, the next best thing. Yeah great if you had a big group of vegan friends that you could all eat the same thing and all, all kind of yeah, yeah fine whatever but realistically that's quite difficult but I think if yeah. you've got a group of friends that respect your decision you respect them they respect you you know they will always make sure if we go out there's something I can eat if we go to parties and they do food they will 
always make sure I've got something in I can eat. If we meet up at Christmas, they'll bring vegan mince pies. You know, my friend, when I was having a bad day a couple of years ago, turned up and she'd make me a big vegan chocolate cake. And, you know, we wow. went out for birthday last week and like I say none of them are vegan the girl whose birthday weren't vegan but she bought a cake and it was don't want it vegan what your chocolate vegan cake and they all had it and they, it was all like yeah it was gorgeous that was lovely <clears throat> blah 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 um when we went out for my birthday we all went out for vegan afternoon tea and yeah I, so you can't really ask for much more than that and I think that's you know where it doesn't have to be a conflict does it it doesn't have to yeah. be um it's about accepting it, people isn't it like you say yeah and i understand why some people find it vegans find it difficult to accept non-vegans i get that i do because sometimes i do feel a bit like saying to people you know i don't know like you love animals i know you love animals you tell me you love animals what why but yeah yeah what, what it is what it is and i think you've got to allow people to come to that own conclusion themselves if they ever will but at the end of the day people are people out there and you know no one's perfect and you get some vegans that are absolute and you get some <laughs> non-vegans that are absolute twats you get some non-vegans that are much nicer people than some yeah. vegans so, you know as far as I'm concerned it's, 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 there is more to people <clears throat> than just what they eat and you know if that makes yeah sense. yeah absolutely and it's you you said about the people who say they love animals but still eat meat and it's it's very much a sliding scale isn't it because we as vegans make decisions on what we're prepared to accept and not accept like Wes mentioned last week or in the last episode that he wears leather boots I've still got some leather trainers that I've I've got we've not bought since we've been vegan but we still use them and, and some vegans would say you shouldn't be wearing them at all you should have passed them on or whatever sent them to the charity shop or something like that so somebody else can use them but our decision is that we're going to use those until they can't be used anymore so they've got their full use out of it yeah. Um, so it's everyone makes those decisions don't they yeah for themselves and yeah. it's not for us to tell them how to how to how to live or how I to eat or anything so. like that. because i think when it comes to things like that particularly there is a bigger picture you know in terms of waste and using things up and not just throwing things away and um mm. Yeah, you know, Chris Packham, my my uh, my number one, Mr. Chris Packham. When I saw him uh, do a, a talk, and he said, you know, I've got a leather belt on, stood on this stage at vegan camp out wearing a leather belt, and some people went, mm. you know, <laughs> <laughs> and he went, yeah, but for me, when I throw, when this belt falls apart, I'll throw it away, and yes, I will probably then source a very good yeah. vegan alternative but I'm not going to buy that vegan alternative until this leather belt literally falls apart and it doesn't have a purpose That's anymore. It. I'm not just exactly. going to throw it away because to me... It's waste. It's waste. And yeah, the, the, you know, you, 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 it's, a, it's a journey, isn't it? You can't just sort of... There's so many things that are not vegan, unfortunately, 
even down to glue and paint and cosmetics and medications and condoms and photographic film and everything there's so many things and I think to just automatically assume someone to give all that up when often there's things like that as well there's not always an alternative yeah it's just unrealistic and can't um, that's it you've got to make those decisions um each time haven't you yeah it's tricky okay um so this is probably my favorite question um where do you get your protein well luckily i am a big fan of lentils and beans which as far as i'm aware are pretty pretty protein packed we do have a nice poster on our fridge don't we Wes? just double check that i'm just checking I haven't got muddled up with the iron and the No, lentils, yeah, and lots of beans, including baked beans. Yeah. Lovely. Excellent. So I know some people are a bit like, oh, beans and lentils. But luckily for me, I absolutely love things like that, as well, we'll agree. But... Yeah. I was going to say, the, the where do you get your protein question is very similar to the what if you're on a desert island and it's just you and a pig question. <laughs> That's the sort of people's go-to first thing when they find out that you're vegan in my um experience i've been asked that a couple of times where do you get your protein and it's only it was only recently someone said to me that they always say tesco where do you get yours is their best answer because where do you go from that i know i mean yeah you ask most anyone where do you get your protein a lot of people go oh no what, what what's that <laughs> yeah exactly you know automatically becomes an issue when you stop eating meat and dairy people don't realize that you can actually get it. and you've only got to look at the amount of vegan bodybuilders and sports people nowadays to see yeah yeah like me and Wes exactly hench yeah hench to the max um yeah like me know, and Wes really yeah. it, it is doable you might have to again you've got to it you've got to relearn things haven't you a bit you know you're automatically drummed into at school you get your calcium from dairy you get your protein from meat and fish and that's it you know that's it that's where you get most of it from and so it it is difficult because you do kind of think well where else does it come from because you're not really Mm. told much about that are you Um, not at all but yeah it's obviously possible whether i get enough i don't know i like chris and i like (laughs) protein crisps Protein crisps only, yeah. <laughs> chickpea chickpea crisps. Yeah, there is actually. Mm-hmm. In fact, like, one of my favourite crisps is the hummus chip and the lentil, the lentil chip. Yes, yes. Oh, love them. them. Oh, yes. love them. Yeah. They're probably not <clears throat> much protein, in, but you know, you can pretend. Uh, yeah. We're going to say that. You can pretend. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, over all that time then, how... And all the different changes you've made, how have things changed for you? Has anything like different happened to you that's important? No, I haven't got anything now, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like my crisps and cake. Which I think, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because I think the thinnest I ever was in my life was when I wasn't vegan, but you know in another way i think it's good because people go oh i have this expectation that you know all vegans are like all pale and skinny and you know all look all unhealthy and i'm like yeah that, that's not 
throughout all. It's not any of us, is it? Uh, particularly hot. nowadays, because of the so much nice options out there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, in, I don't know about changes for myself. I changes in terms of vegan things. Obviously, like I say, this is just amazing now because I can I. I'm in a position where I can compare it to 20 years ago and yeah. you know when I get people moaning to me now oh the vegan options were rubbish at that party I went well that vegan options were rubbish at that restaurant and I'm like if there's something on the menu I can eat I'm happy because I all those times I used to go and there was yeah. absolutely nothing <laughs> you know the fact that I could even go into most coffee shops now and, and they've got plant milk is just exciting because there was I think that possibly just Starbucks had just started to do soya I think maybe can't remember um when I was vegan before but that was it there was nowhere yeah nowhere else would do they do about five different types now don't they it's amazing yeah Yeah. the choice yeah I saw um, I saw Billy Eilish had been quoted as saying why would you eat meat when you can eat chips Fair play. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Very true. Very true. Shell, what advice would you give to anyone who's thinking about going vegan? Bear in mind, I've been on the receiving end of this advice. (laughs) (laughs) It's obviously worked. What what do you mean then? What do you mean? Well, I'm not going to give you the answer, am I? What what well, advice would what advice? What to you now. Well, the one thing you said to me was don't preach to people. Oh yeah, yeah, but I think that's more that's for me personally. You know, that's for me. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like it. I don't necessarily find it the best option unless no. people ask you questions about it, and that's absolutely fine if they're doing yeah. it in a respectful way. Then that's fine. And to be fair, not many people do ask me to be honest now but I when people do ask me oh what why are you vegan is it is it for the planet or is it for health reasons or is it for animals they normally say and I'll normally just go all of them all yeah. of them or I'll say I just don't really like eating animals <laughs> and I think people are a bit like all right yeah yeah, yeah. I get that then <laughs> Because, you know, you, can anyone, I don't know, to me. I can't just, argue with it. Say, I, like, I, like, I love animals, but I like eating them. It doesn't really uh, make any sense to me. It's but practice, there you go. It? Um, But, yeah, the other thing, and I always say this to Wes and, and to, to, to my son, uh, you say, oh, can I have, can I eat this? Can I have it? And I say, you, you can eat it, but you choose not to. And that's the difference. But if you tell if you tell yourself, oh, I can't have that, and you're always living in that, oh, I can't have this, and I can't have that, and I can't have that, and you're living in that thing. Very of negative, isn't it? Negativity. <clears throat> Whereas I think if you, well, you know, twofold, you think, well, I can have, look at all these things I can have, but also turn it around and think, no, I'm not doing this to punish myself. Why am I doing it? I can eat it if I want to, but then afterwards, Will I feel good about that? Mm. You know, I know I wouldn't. I I wouldn't like it. But if 
if you can say to yourself, oh, yeah, if I'm going to have that chocolate and I'll be all right with it, I'll say, go ahead. You know, and I particularly do that with my son because I don't want him to, I don't ever want to feel like I'm forcing him. I want it to be for his own choice. It's his choice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he does occasionally at Christmas if he feels like, you know, he's missing out and others have got chocolate, he might have the odd one. And I'll say, that's absolutely fine. That is your choice. And I'll say to him, yeah, don't, not, you can't have it. If you want to have it, you have it. But that's your, you choose that you can have it. And, and you know, Wes will agree, 90% of the time he won't have it. He's, he's, he's doing really, really well. Like mm. a lad of 13, he's been doing it now for over a year, hasn't he? And um, Yeah, he's been doing really well. well. Yeah, it's amazing. But, uh, yeah, so I, I think for me that would be the biggest thing because my biggest reason is not health. That's part of it. But my biggest reason is moral morally it doesn't sit it doesn't sit well with me. It just doesn't feel right to me. It just doesn't I can't sit there and say that I love animals and then eat them. No. I just can't. It just doesn't it just no. doesn't sit right with me. Some people it sits fine with and that's fine doesn't sit right with me so that I just remind myself if the you know you're struggling a bit or whatever you think oh everybody else is eating something nice or whatever I just remind myself that that's why I think we've already covered this but you can expand if you want who's your vegan inspiration why have we covered it then what did I, say? I think you might well, mention someone Packham. earlier on oh Chris Packham <clears throat> Uh, yeah, well, I wasn't actually going to say Chris Packham, but yeah, he he obviously <laughs> is. If um, he's listening, if he's listening, he obviously is. Yeah. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Probably watching it thinking, oh, God. Loved you on the Really Wild show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched Chris Packham talk at Vegan Camp Out and it was really good. It was a highlight for me. And I think he did take a bit of a risk there. And I think it possibly a bit divided opinions because he did speak up on behalf of farmers and supermarkets selling meat and he talked about how you know unfortunately we can spread the vegan message but it's not going to reach everyone overnight it's not an overnight thing and to blame farmers and to be against them is just creating barriers you've got to kind of work with them and you know, do it gradually. So encourage them to improve animal welfare, and then possibly the next step to encourage them to do a less animal farming and more plant farming, or that sort of thing. Which I think some people are a bit like, no. <laughs> but I thought it was quite interesting because I thought, well, yeah, he's, he's trying to have a slightly different approach there, and you know, mm. like they are. You, you've got to win the hearts and minds, and forcing people to do it isn't going to do that because they'll always want to do what they've always done you've got and to also you've got win to them over that, yeah and whether whether <clears throat> people like it or not vegan people like it or not you know farmers i guess it and for a lot of other industries it is their life it is their livelihood it is their the way they support their families and i'm not saying i agree with it and it's right but to just expect that somebody's going to give up everything that they've 
worked for and their business and what they've been brought up as overnight is and, and calling them every yeah. day one of the film because it's, they're not giving it up overnight is quite a big big ask yeah isn't it? it's it's often a generational thing as well it might be their you know their ancestor ancestors have been doing oh, yeah, it you know yeah. back generations have been working the same yeah. farmland and stuff like that you can't just expect them to suddenly go all right okay yeah i'll just grow uh, oats instead of pigs yeah it, you can't and you also can't sometimes the land yeah the land wouldn't support it anyway so you just don't know do you no it's uh, no. it's going to be a tricky one it's going to be a tricky one but my other inspiration is is um earthling ed so if if, if, okay. if anyone that hasn't listened to Earthling Ed, which they probably have, although Wes does he doesn't really watch much of him, have you? You have recently. I do, you? I do follow him, but um, uh, he doesn't come. He doesn't. I see a lot more of Joey Carbstrong, and that's not because I want to see more of him. It's just I think Earthling Ed does like bigger talks and less of them, whereas Joey Carbstrong will do one a week, which is going to the next city and activist there. And then everything Ed sort of does it on a bit of a slow burn process. But they're both getting the same message across. Yeah, but I think they're getting it across in a completely different, different way. Different manner, yeah. And I think they do, from what bits I've seen, they do tend to put um, Joey Carbstrong on more of the TV shows. And I think it's because he is quite controversial and he's yeah. quite outspoken and he gets quite passionate about it. And yeah. that's obviously what they want because it makes good television. It gets people riled up. Mm. Whereas... Um, yeah. Earthling Eddie's very, he's very calm and he's very patient and he's very like respectful and softly spoken and I quite like that approach. I think it. Yeah, that sort yeah. of thing isn't going to go viral on TikTok, is it? So they're they're going to want to go with the uh, someone who starts well, a fight. Aren't yeah, they? although he, he's 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 really popular and he's got a new book out. Um, I think I've not read it, but yes, um, vegan propaganda is it? Might be that, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. And we're, we're seeing it this That'd year, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to see what we can count. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, we're seeing a bit camp out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, excellent. So, yeah, that's kind of, I follow uh, Ed's approach more to. <laughs> calmly, <laughs> calmly. Softly, softly, oh. catchy monkey. <laughs> this is Vegan Propaganda, is the book. There you uh, go. Currently 12, 12.99 at Waterstones. So, you said uh, the softly, softly approach, and I think that's something that you've talked about already, Shell, because you mentioned like when you went with your friends out for vegan afternoon tea for your birthday, but none of them are vegan. So you've given them an opportunity to, to try something that there's no way they would have tried before. Mm-hmm. And maybe someone's eaten something there and thought, hmm, maybe there's something in that. Yeah, you know, I mean they have just just shows yeah. that seed doesn't. But you never know. They may not go completely vegan, but they might just start eating more vegan things and eating yeah. less meat, which is, you know, it's not perfect, but yeah. they're on the right track, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. I'm seeing a little bit of that at my work. There's a few, there's a couple of lads that I've spoken to, and they're like, I tried this at the weekend, and I quite liked it. I'm like. You'll turn soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a small seed you've got to sow and it won't yeah. take long, will it? And someone said to me at work recently, um, you're quite normal for a vegan. I took as a very great compliment. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Shell, what's the best thing about being vegan? 
apart from being better than everybody else? Um, oh, yeah. I For me, it, having less choice when you go out to eat, I don't like having too much choice. Oh, that's a good one. That's a yeah. good answer. When I, like I went that. back to eating meat, honestly, it used to just scramble my head. I used to get right stressed with it because I used to think, oh, God, I've gone from having like two things on the menu I can eat to suddenly having 20. And I, I hate it. I didn't, I didn't like it. So so when I do go to a vegan restaurant, as, as much as I love it, I have, do have that bit of panic again then. I think, oh, God, I've got all this choice now and I just want to pick it all. And I can't, I've got to pick one and I can't choose. Whereas if you go to the restaurant, you've only got two options. It's like, yeah, I had that one last month, so I'll have the other one. <laughs> yeah, if you go to the restaurants where it's just a burger or tomato pasta well, that's oh it, yeah. god yeah i know well yeah but even then like i say i often say as long as it's summer as long as i can have a burger although i did over christmas i did eat out a few times and i did get to the point where i was like i don't want another veggie burger i want to just something different would be nice. yeah <laughs> so, um, yeah we've, we've definitely that. had that we've definitely had that where you go you go out we don't go out a lot but you've you feel like whenever you go out, you end up having the burger because that's your vegan option. It's quite, yeah. I suppose we're a bit spoiled, aren't we? And like me and Wes come from the going to places where there's more than one vegan option. And like you said, you've been, you were vegan when there were no vegan options. So yeah, you've, you've benefited. I, I, we've benefited way more than you have. I think it had been so hard back then. I really do. I, I think I'd have struggled. And now it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's so easy. And it's, it's not about getting the processed food. It's just the knowledge and the, 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 the social media yeah. stuff that's out there is just so helpful. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I did, I, you know, I'll hold my hands up. And I did back then, I was a little bit anemic um, because I didn't really understand what I should and shouldn't eat. But I could have been anemic anyway, you know, whether I'd have eaten meat or not. Yeah. So I'm not saying that. Because, you know, I think some people say, oh, you know, you, you get low in iron and I can't do it because I'm low in iron. And I get that because I've been anemic and it's horrible. It is horrible, but it's not impossible to do it. It's what I always say. It's not impossible. You've just got to make a few tweaks. You've just got to look mm. at what you're eating a bit more. You know, yes, you might have to take supplements, but then again, meat eaters take supplements. So, you yeah. know, it's not a big, a big thing. So, yeah, and there's, like I said, there's so much more information out there now it, it, it's true. always it's doable it is doable and you might have been anemic because you were living on super noodles well exactly <laughs> i was out you know partying drinking uh, living off chips and super noodles so it's not really a surprise is it it sounds awesome <laughs> to be fair it was awesome i couldn't <laughs> do it now though oh god oh, <laughs> so final question then is what is your favourite vegan product at the moment? Well, I think it's got to be my Oatly. I can't, you know how much I love my coffee. And when I think I about do. what product do I have every single day without fail, it's that. And you have a little bit of a meltdown, don't you, when we've got no Oatly in? I do have a bit of a, a bit of a panic, yeah. <laughs> I can cope with black coffee, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And I think no, we tried we tried a couple of others in the coffee, and I was like, not happening. No, it's not the 
same. And I know it's no. not the healthiest milk. People go, oh, it's fat full of sugar. And yeah, it is. But I have a bit in my cup. You've got to, got to do it. It's the best one, isn't it? It's not that healthy, but neither's cow's milk. So depends whose side you're on. It. It's no worse than cow's milk. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, I did it again at bloody Costa today, but gave me milk again. Give me coffee. Give you cow milk. I can test it straight away. I think it's amazing you can do this. I know, it doesn't, do you notice it, Matthew? When you, yes. You do. Yes. I literally, I felt like scraping my tongue. I I had one sip and I went, over and I'm like, oh. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. I mean, he was very yeah. apologetic. He was very sweet. And he was like, I'm so, so sorry. I was like, it's fine. But yeah, straight yeah. away, I just knew. No. I've, I've only had it a couple of times. But yeah, it's um, it's a real like, oh, wow. Yeah. No, that's not right. But then I'm the, I'm the same with coconut milk because I don't like coconut. So it's, All right. I can't drink that either. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Shell. We do really appreciate having ancient, ancient vegans on the show. And um, <laughs> you didn't need to be nervous. <laughs> and I guess, as you're only upstairs, I'll better put the kettle on. Yeah, yeah. know your place. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. See you next Thank time. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better than a hunk of prime Labrador steak, wonderfully marbled. And that is almost entirely dependent on how it's produced. Elwood's organic dog meat has complete control of this entire journey. So I'm here at Elwood's farm to find out a little more about it. Welcome to Elwood Farms. Thank you very much, Elwood. I hear you do a bit of barbecuing. I do, a little bit of barbecuing every now and then, yes. From a chef's point of view, consistency is key for everything. It doesn't matter if it's a Rottweiler ribeye, a Pyrenees mince, or a lab sirloin. You can always tell when the dog comes from a place where it was well reared. And every step has to be right, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh, you should see these guys! So, from an Elwood's point of view, there's complete traceability. Absolutely. Unrivaled traceability, so it's fine. Every single piece of dog meat? Yeah, from pub to farmer's market. Everything the dog's been fed? Everything about it. For each dog? Yeah. Only Marks and Spencer's and Whole Foods do this. Where else could people order from? From elwooddogmeat.com. That's E-L-W-O-O-D dogmeat.com. For top quality meat from dogs for people. Meat that's local, sustainable and humanely harvested. There's only Elwood's organic dog meat. (laughs) They seem pretty friendly, don't they? They're more responsive to me than my kids, to be honest. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it and found something useful. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, WordPress, and YouTube. Just search for How I Vegan Podcast. And you can send an email or a voice note to us at howiveganpodcast at gmail.com. Coughing <laughs> 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 like a twat. <laughs>